You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Jason Lustig. Jason, thanks so much for being with me today. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to talk with you. Jason, we're going to talk about your show called Creature Comforts. It was uh, at Court Street Collective and, and just closed a couple of days ago, February 25th in 2023. So I want to get into some of the individual works, but to begin with, you know, it was it was installed in part as a as a kind of replica of what was in your studio, right? These are like a lot of a lot of small paintings, or not all small, and they were installed initially in this in this kind of um almost looks like one piece, like pieces of a puzzle all over all over a wall. Can you tell me a little yeah. bit about that arrangement? Cause, cause, and did I get that right? That was like recreated from your studio, right? But it's not the way a gallery would typically hang work. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess I was always just kind of like um, working in a small space. Uh, <laughs> you just started to fill up a wall, and I liked how they all looked together. And... Um, when I first started to kind of build this body of work, I I wasn't I didn't have like a I don't know a whole lot of goals in mind. I just thought you know like small is nice. It's uh, easy to work with. I could I could make more of them. I have space for more of them, and um, I just thought it looked nice, kind of all presented like that. And uh, even came by my space to check it out, and he was like, dude, we could just we could just install it the way you have it. And I was like, that makes sense to me. Like, let's, let's do it. So that's kind of how that happened. Um, yeah. So, so, so let's talk a little bit more about all that. Cause that's like over 30 paintings, right. That are kind of tight together. And, and it looks a little bit like, um, I mean, yeah, I agree with him and in, in, in your, the way you created it, but do you feel like it also creates a situation where the paintings are kind of talking to each other? It sort of feels like, these are all different parts of maybe like the same world or maybe not. Um, but that's what sort of happens when they're together, right? It feels like, do these, you know, do these belong together? Are they talking to each other? Does that happen a little bit, you think, or intentionally or not? Um, I mean, I think, I think when you look at it, it does feel like kind of there's like this story happening in between them all. Um, right. But I don't feel like that's something that I intended. I think it's just kind of how it, it comes out, so it's, it, I don't know, I feel like my style is just very kind of, like, um, it owns me. <laughs> um, it, it's just, anything I make kind of just looks like it's part of that style, and um, so as I started making more and more, um, it was nice to see that consistency in between the paintings, but it was never exactly an intention um, to have that uh, kind of cohesiveness Right, yeah, that's it's so interesting, and, and right, but whether you have the intention or not, it's kind of the viewer kind of makes that happen, right? We 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 sort of find a story almost between them, it seems, or I don't know if other people tell you that, but, but isn't that what happens? We sort of like make one up, the viewer wants a connection or something? <laughs> yeah, I think so, and um, I mean, I, I like that it comes across that way, because I think in a way it's, um, it is kind of a story. I kind of go into similar spaces in my head when I'm looking for inspiration. And um, I don't know, yeah, I kind of draw it back to like these, a few similar themes and 
um, and when I see them all together, it's like, oh, like there's there were some dark times and there were some brighter times, and I kind of like seeing those all together because it's kind of what I don't know life feels like sometimes. So I think I'm. Well, yeah. So let's to, talk about that range because these were painted between 2019 and 2022. So so virtually all of these were were made during the pandemic, right? Yeah, the majority of them. Um, uh, so, I mean, the, yeah, I guess the pandemic ended up giving me, um, I don't know, some time to sort of, like, think about um, creating, like, a body of work. Uh, it actually kind of slowed me down in a way, though, because um, I was having issues getting into my studio for a while because um, of all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, it, it kind of slowed me down and... Um, and kind of shifted uh, how I approached it a little bit. I kind of switched up the paints I was using and um, kind of settled in on a style that felt was more true to me. Uh, I had kind of played with a few other approaches, like probably like 2019 paintings, and then I feel kind of like the 2021s and on, I kind of like kind of settled on something. and I was like, yeah, this is it. And, um, but yeah, and then just got cracking on it. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's really that interesting. Thing. So let's, let's, let's talk about some of the paintings, like, within there then, because, right, you know, it all, it, it those also, you know, it's so interesting that it brought you in different areas. So maybe we could talk about that in these individual ones. The largest one in there has um, a van in the front that says Flushing Meats on it. It's in front of a, an insurance agency. This is the biggest painting in there, right? And, um, Right. And again, this is, I don't know whether that was done just before the pandemic or during it, but, um, but yeah, let's talk about this because in a way it's the most prominent. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was putting my signature on that, you know, right around the time people were like, are you going to go to work this week? And uh, I was like, what? I was kind of out of the loop. I was, I'm a freelancer. So, you know, I was kind of isolated from what was going on and, my studio mate was kind of like, hey, uh, you hear about this thing happening? And I was just like, what? This is crazy. Um, I remember feeling pretty disappointed because I was so happy with that painting. And then um, I was like, am I going to lose my studio? Like, is this going to you know, affect my whole practice? I didn't, I didn't really know. But um, I think kind of in the weeks after, I kind of went into like, wanting to express, like, uh, more joyful themes. I just kind of wanted to to create, like, cats that were happy or paintings that were bright and colorful um, just to kind of contrast all the <laughs> weird stuff that was happening at the time. So um, that was kind of, I think, cathartic to just kind of focus on, like, the good stuff and not wanting to, I don't know, get lost in the whole situation. Yeah, I think I think we all share some of that feeling, right? That's part of like uh, what it what it meant to get through the pandemic in a way. Which which you know brings me to just to just to bring out a few. There was another one with a. It looks like a mouse sitting at the table, with um, his head okay. in his hands, with a drink and some Marlboro cigarettes in an ashtray, looking like. Uh, if things aren't going so well. Can you tell me about this one? Because this one, of course, makes me <laughs> smile, but it's also um, looks serious in some ways. I mean, there's a lot of glasses yeah. on the table either. Right. I don't know. I guess uh, 
that one was kind of like a, I'm going to get myself into trouble, but kind of like a self-portrait. I just kind of found out that I was going to be having a kid, which is great. But at the time, it was a very looming um, development. And so I kind of was channeling that feeling I was having of like, oh boy, we're about to have a big life change. Um, but uh, but that all went out. That all happened real nicely. And um, <laughs> I have a cute daughter now. But at the time, I was kind of like, let's enjoy the bar while we can. And uh, just <laughs> thinking... <laughs> right, I love that. I'm so glad you shared that because that was also I relate to that. You've had a kid and, and totally relate to that that sentiment. Um so I appreciate that. And 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 so let's talk about some others in here because I guess we can go into a number of these, but there's one that as as you were saying, there's sort of different or I don't know if you use these words, but it's like different kind of um not different series, but there's different ways of working with each one, right? Uh, strains within it. Is that what you said before, something like that? There's different. There's a few different um, approaches in this whole series, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a few paintings where, like, I kind of just wanted to do kind of flat color blocks, and um, I played with that for a bit. Um, and I eventually just sort of shifted back over to, to blending the colors and having more of like a kind of painterly approach. Um, mm. uh, that's what you meant by the question. I'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Different, yeah, different, different approaches. Well, also the content is different. You know, like, like the one of um, what looks like a taxi cab under the water upside down. Um, right. That one also to, to me is maybe that's dark times. Maybe that's hard. It also seems to have a little bit of a sense of humor to me, though, Um I love I love that painting because it, it's you know the only one I think that was underwater, but also um, yeah, it's like what's, ha- what's happening like there. Yeah. yeah, I was just trying to embody a feeling of just sort of like um, I don't know, feeling kind of isolated, but at the same time at peace. And um, mm. I don't know, like when you dive underwater, you can kind of just like that strange ambient noise you might hear. Um, I don't know, but I also kind of like the playfulness, like somebody maybe drove off a cliff, like something uh, eventful just happened, and and now nothing's happening. Uh, (laughs) um, Right. Yeah, I I guess I just like to explore, like, certain um, moods I'm in and think about, like, ways. um, And I usually am just kind of, like, uh, I might just be kind of doodling, like, little sketches on a notebook and every once in a while, like, one will stand out to me, and I'm like, oh, cool, like, I can I can turn that into a whole painting, and I might not really necessarily, like, have planned to go in that direction. It's just something that may, makes sense to me at the time, and um, I'll just jump into it and see what happens. And is that what happens with the figures, too? Because there's at least, um, I don't know, four figures in here who are different people it's it's not it's not quite like the idea of a sketch coming to life as a painting these look like almost like they're painted from life or a photograph or they they are actual figures are these separate that way from the process you were just talking about in terms of these actually being people or are these drawn from imagination and kind of yeah those are different usually i'll look at like a reference just to kind of help me with scale and um and sort of 
shape. It's it's almost like just a practice, just to see like, am I capable of painting something that's realistic? Like I feel like um you know like a person's face proportions. It's like you're gonna tell if they're off. So it's always been kind of like the those figures are kind of like a test for me to see if I can if I can rein in my <laughs> skills a little bit and and make something look like it could be based off a photo, even though it's very loosely based off a photo. It's kind of just practicing, like, uh, how light's falling and um, if I can make something that I'm happy with. Um, I think figures are really hard, so every once in a while I'll do one and um, just see how it goes. Um, but it's a, I don't know, the, <laughs> the human face is tricky, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, it's something else. Yeah. You think what well, you kind of have to what? Yeah, because they're 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 also very expressive. You know, your human faces are sort of doing something, right? Right. So it is like a kind of a nice way to 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 add something. Like, for example, like um the the one that I called the dreamer. It's like a guy who has his head in the clouds. Originally, he was gonna have a cowboy hat on, and I just couldn't figure the hat out. And uh, <laughs> I was like, let's just make this a bit surreal and and uh, let's make this about something else. Like, it doesn't have to be about a cowboy anymore. I was like, this can be about somebody who's lost in thought. And uh, <laughs> I kind of like to find shortcuts that maybe aren't really shortcuts, but they get me to kind of an idea that feels right and it, and it feels like it works. So... Um, yeah, it's usually like I'll I'll start with a face and then see like can I can I tie this in somewhere else? Can I do something else with this? Or um, it's usually like my approach with the figure stuff. Um, sometimes it's just an expression that looks cool, I guess, to me or I resonate with. Right, and some of these though, are characters that reappear, right? Like the the mouse at the at the bar. Which you said it could be a self-portrait is is also somewhere else, and then there's these other figures that I really love. It looks like a you know, like a cat, right? A black cat that's um, looking out a window, standing up with a stake, and then there's two of them in a car, or you know, as it's driving by. Yeah, those are the only ones that recur that much, but um, but some of these are characters that keep coming back, right? Yeah, and I mean, I like to use cats a lot because. Um, I just think that they're like really full of joy, and there's, for me, it's more fun to put them in a scene than like a person. Like I feel like putting a cat into a scene just all of a sudden makes it like like way much more fun and playful. And um, and then the mouse, I kind of like to use when mouse is a little more for darker themes, and uh, I feel like mice rats get kind of a bad rap, you know, and um, but but they're still cute. <laughs> and, uh, well, right. Well, the the, the mouse skateboarding too. doesn't seem like it's it's too dark. I mean, is is there a darkness in that? No, I guess that was more just for for the the fun of of playing with the idea of the skate rat, which is like you know the that young kid who who only cares about skateboarding. And I come from a, a skateboarding background, so it was kind of just a little homage to. The kind of that street kid who does whatever he wants and he's happy to just cruise down the street. I like that. And um, 
I suppose there's one other painting, which is very different than the rest. It's a very small painting that almost looks like a mouse. Um, it's done in kind of a jagged edge and walking with a kind of a, a, a walking stick. Is that, is that a, that may be a mouse or a cat. It's hard to tell. Oh, you know I think what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's kind of like the river in the background. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that one's a cat. That one's a cat, and um, yeah, that one is kind of. He's just trying to to get a high view and try to to get a lay of the land because <laughs> life can be confusing, you know. So right, right. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, going back a, a little bit to the beginning in the bar one, you know, you you have a child now, a daughter, I, I believe. How how yeah. does she interact with these? Does she um, do you communicate with her about the work? Does she uh, help with it at all in terms of you thinking about it, or does she not really see this kind of work? It just seems to me that, that, that she could have a lot to say about this. Something that a, a kid might have a lot to say. Well, she came to the opening, but she's one, so um, I think oh, she's she liked one. it. <laughs> I think she liked it. Okay. But, um, I don't know how much she's fully grasping yet, but it will be definitely fun as um, maybe she gets a little older. I can kind of get some reactions out of her. <laughs> yes, you will. Right. I thought she was a little older. That makes that makes more sense. Um, yeah, you will. That'll be interesting. Uh, well, it's great talking to you, Jason, about this. I, I want to just let everybody know who's listening that there's links in here so you could see more about the show um, and, and, uh, and I want to ask you one more question before we go which is a little off topic but I'm always curious what everybody's reading what are you reading or looking at at the moment um, I just finished semi-recently uh, this book by Graham Hancock called Magicians of the Gods and uh, it's pretty cool it's like a um, it's like a a different um uh, I guess theory as to how the world started, or or the history of the world, and and he kind of uh, built his case around old ancient wonders of the world, like the pyramids, or uh, Gobekli Tepe and the Nazca lines, and that kind of stuff. So just kind of this trippy, um, I don't know, alternative theory of the history of the world, which kind of cool. Sounds great. Jason, I want to thank you so much for talking with me today. I want, I want to wish you well with, um, with your studio. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks so much. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. <laughs>